Well, 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 welcome to another episode of the Fearless Parody Podcast Show. You know, parody doesn't come with a manual. It either does parody a child, preteen, or teenager. In fact, parody is very scary. It can cause every parent out there to be fearful, me included. The goal, the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with information and resources that help you overcome family life struggles difficulties and challenges and to be able to parent fearlessly. So every week we provide information and resources to help grow your parental leadership while growing the leadership of your child, preteen, or teenager. In short, we are here to help you and your children become the best versions of yourselves. So get ready and dive right in to today's episode. My guest today is William Attaway. William is the author of Catalytic Leadership. To William, a catalytic leader is one who begins and accelerates significant change or action with a powerful impact. These are the type of parents, the type of leaders who want to see significant change or action, whether in their home or at work, and they take action to make it so. They don't just react to the circumstances around them. They are proactive in changing their circumstances. So without any further ado, here's my man, William. William, thank you for being on my podcast here today. Stan, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be with you today. Well, I'll tell you what, it's always good having a a member of Maxwell Leadership on my podcast. And again, thank you for being on today. But let's start out by having you tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, I am uh, first and foremost a follower of Jesus. Uh, I'm a husband to my wife, Charlotte. We've been uh, married for, it'll be 25 years uh, later this year. Uh, We have two daughters. Our older daughter, Erin, will be going to college this fall. And our younger daughter is finishing up her freshman year of high school. So a uh, lot's going on on the home front these days, to be sure. Uh, I currently serve as a pastor. I've been at my current church for almost 18 years uh, in vocational ministry now for almost 25. Came out of the business world. And uh, I also serve as a leadership coach. I started a company a number of years ago now to coach leaders, to help them get better. Because I think when a leader gets better, it affects everyone in the organization, everyone they lead, and ultimately the mission and the goals of the organization itself. All right, brother. Hey, you know, a little, little free advertising for your church there. Where, where, where's your church? What's the name? It's, of it? We're about 20 minutes, uh, 25 minutes west of Washington, D.C., Southview Community Church. Uh, we're not far from Dulles Airport, if you've ever flown in and out of there. Well, we have, and I, I made a promise to my wife of go take her to D.C. and let her tour all the sites. I went as a kid, but she's wanting to go. If what the mama wants, the mama's going to get. But, hey, just I just want to <laughs> unpack a couple of things and uh, a lot of praise. Parents, did you hear him when he talked about himself? You, you can hear his priorities right off the bat. You know, his priorities, God, then right after that is his wife, uh, his, his children, then his work. You know, we all too often in life, we as parents, 
and as individuals, we get our priorities off. So that mm-hmm. that's one thing I noticed immediately off the bat about you is that you have your priorities at the right price, brother. Mm. So, so I definitely want to uh, look a little praise out for that. I, I say that you're perfect or anything. It, it, Good, because that's not so. This is coming from someone who is not perfect, and my kids and my wife will be happy to tell you about my <laughs> imperfections. But speaking of kids and family, I, I know that you went through some trouble times, you and your wife and your older daughter that she she was diagnosed with cancer. So so how did that impact uh, you, your family, your faith, and, and your leadership, brother? You know, it was it was three years ago. Now, three years ago this month, actually, as we're recording this, um, she started having headaches. And as something as simple and innocuous as that, uh, we took her to the doctor and went back to the doctor and they weren't getting any better. And it came along with, you know, nausea and vomiting. And we wondered, mm-hmm. is this migraines? Cause I've suffered from migraines since I was about her age. And we thought maybe that's it. Uh, got some more medicine, didn't do the trick. Ultimately went back to the doctor again and they decided to run some scans and they discovered that there was a, a, a tumor on the back right side of her brain. Uh, and I mean, this is not something any of us had planned for 2019, you know, <laughs> you just no, no, start no. your year. And think, it's not in anybody's plans at any no. time of year or any year at all, brother. Go ahead. It, she's, she's 14 years old at this point. And, and we're looking at this, like, how is this possible? There's no history of this. There's no, uh, you know, you ask all the questions, right? And ultimately, they 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 went in. They did surgery. They took it out. Uh, she had thirty rounds of radiation after that. It turns out it's a it's a very rare form of cancer. There's only about fifty teenagers a year in the world that are diagnosed with it. Um, so you know, there's it's not anything environmental. There's nothing that you can do or not do. It just is one of those things. And during that season, you know, as as we were going through it, it it you have you have two choices. You know, when you when you face something unexpected, you face something difficult like that. And I would argue there's there's very few things that are more difficult than watching your child go through something like that. Uh, you would and, argue correctly. As, as you're going through that, you have two choices. You know, you can either allow this to push you in your faith toward your heavenly father or it will push you away from him. It will either mm-hmm. push you toward your spouse or it will push you away from them. But. I argue and and have taught for many years now that this is a choice. You decide, you determine in your heart what you will do. Um, I'm not saying it's easy and I'm not saying that there's not moments when you're going to ebb and flow and and bob and weave and all that. But but the fact of the matter is we get to choose. I think one of the greatest gifts God's ever given us is the gift of free will. We get to choose and set our heart and determine in our heart what we will do. And my wife and I determined at the outset, like, no matter what's going to happen here, like, we're going to be together. We're going to go through this together. Well, I I love how you said that, hey, it's going to push you toward your faith Mm -hmm. or that it's going to pull you away from it. And you get to make a choice. Yes. And life is about choices. And uh, sometimes the choices are not easy. Yeah. But and sometimes the choices that we make tend to keep us in our comfort zone, our zone of safety. Mm-hmm. That's right. But growth comes when you make choices that place you outside your comfort zone 
And yeah. those are the choices that enhance your leadership as a person, an employee, or a, a leader in a business. And most importantly, to my parents and guardians, a parent in the home. That's right. So how did that enhance your leadership, uh, both in the home and outside of the home? You know, I think the, the impact was pretty significant because when all this was going on, I wasn't thinking about, you know, what's going on at the office. I wasn't thinking about the projects that we had on the board and and what the status of everything was and who's doing what by when. I was focused on what's most important. You know, the fact of the matter is that one day somebody else is going to sit in my chair at work and somebody else is going to sit in your chair at work and somebody else is going to sit in sure. the chair of every listener who's listening to this podcast. Um, one day we're going to be done doing what we do, but the relationships closest to us, the ones that matter most, they're still going to be there. And, and we will either have invested in them so that at that point in our lives, we'll be glad we did, or we will have what Dan Pink calls the power of regret. And mm. I don't want that. I want to look back and feel like I did all I could with what I had available to me at the time to maximize the relationships that matter the most to me. I talk with leaders a lot about this. And I say, if you're a follower of Jesus, that relationship comes first. That is your first priority. Nothing comes before that. If you're married, your spouse is second. If you have kids, they're third. And then comes everything else. And the problem comes when we start playing Jenga with that. <laughs> we start saying, oh, well, you know, my kids are the most important thing in my life. I don't know if you ever heard anybody say that. I, I have. Yeah. And whenever well, I hear I that, whenever I hear that, I'm like, hang on. <laughs> Because <laughs> if you're a follower of Jesus and you're married, you're out of order and you need to understand. You need to understand that. Otherwise, you're going to reap a whole lot of consequences that you don't want any part of. Well, you know, there have been times when uh, I had to tell my children growing up, uh, uh, she was my wife before she was your mother. That's and, right. She's going to be treated a certain way. That's but, right. Hey, you, know, you mentioned something about the, the power of regret. Mm. Okay, yeah. T- tell us about that little theorem there, because I-, I think some of my parents may not have heard that. And some of those who heard it, I got a feeling they need to hear that again. So uh, mm. speak into that just a little bit here. Sure. Uh, Dan Pink has written a book recently called The Power of Regrets, and it's based on a study that he has done with, I believe it's over 18,000 different respondents who shared with him their greatest regrets. And they all come together in a number of different categories. But the one that really resonates with me, and I think with most of your listeners, is going to be the ones dealing with relationships. At the end of your life, and you look back, what's the thing you regret the most? And so often, it's the fact that there's a broken relationship or there's a relationship that you didn't intentionally move toward or invest in. I didn't invest in my kids like I want, like I I feel like now I should have. I didn't invest in my marriage like I could have. Man, those regrets are some of the most painful, and they're avoidable when we choose now what we want most instead of what we might think we want now. Well, it sounds like, William, to keep that from happening, you, you know, you have to have some intentionality. You have to be intentional about it. And I know one of the big things that are important to you is, is personal leadership growth. And uh, talk about What's the importance of having a plan for growth so that you can avoid the uh, the power of regret? 
you know, I love that word you use, Dan, and I use this all the time, it, it, the, the power of being intentional, right? We choose, we decide, we pre-decide and predetermine so much of what is important to us. When it comes to our leadership in the home, outside the home, we decide, we determine how intentional we're going to be, whether we're going to be proactive or whether we're just going to react to what's going on around us. The people who are reactive are at the mercy of their circumstances, right? They're going to ebb, they're going to flow, they're going to bob, and they're going to weave based on what's going on around them. That's not how I want to live. I don't think that's how you develop good leadership. And it's certainly not how you develop what I call catalytic leadership. Catalytic leadership is being proactive. It's being intentional. It's pre-deciding what matters most and structuring what you do around that. The, the, the books you read, the podcasts you listen to, the voices that speak into your life, all these things matter. It's part of being intentional. Well, we definitely have to be intentional. You know, William, for this segment, we, we run out of time and uh, we're going to have one more segment here with you. But before we exit this segment, can you tell us where can we find your book and where can we find out a little bit more about you? You can get the book at Amazon. Uh, it's called Catalytic Leadership. Uh, it's available there in audiobook, in paperback, or on Kindle. Well, moms and dads, I highly suggest that you check this out. You know, it's always uh, good to have a good read. And, you know, moms and dads, hey, every once in a while, you need to spend a little time to yourself. Mm. So, you know, dad sent mom down to Starbucks or wherever so that she could sit down with a good cup of coffee or tea and sit down and do a little reading. And then Bob, do the same thing for dad. Give him a little time to go down, do a little reading, to invest in himself. And you take the time, moms, to invest in yourself. And if you're a single mom or dad, hey, reach out to someone, have them help you out, maybe take the kids for a little while so that you can invest in yourself. It's so important. As we've said here earlier, you cannot grow if you don't grow yourself, and your kids are not going to grow if you're not growing to yourself. Because how can you pour personal growth and leadership into your children when you're not pouring it into yourselves? So be back for part two of my interview with William. God bless. Well, that concludes another awesome episode. Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, moms, dads, and guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parenting Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and that it added value to you and your family. And I want to leave you with something that was what said by two-time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared. It's only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That is why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.